Hello, everybody. Welcome to I Just Want to Talk About Books podcast. Uh, this is me, Suhaila. And Zeynep. And we're here to talk about books. <laughs> again and again. Um, before, before we dive in, I want to say thank you all. Really, like, seriously. Thank you, like, for the support. Um, the feedback we got for our first episode was just so unbelievably kind and generous people were sharing um that they were listening to our um podcast on instagram and it was really exciting yeah i uh, i felt really warm at heart i was like oh my god you know what at first when 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 the episode was released i kind of like refused to take a look at it I didn't even want to check the Instagram account. I was like, no. And then I instead I went out for a walk for like an hour and then I was ready to deal with it. I was so nervous and I was so surprised. I was like, oh my God, people actually give a shit. So I, I had to turn off my Wi-Fi. <laughs> I was like, nope. <laughs> but yeah, like, so thank you so much. Really, like we're we're super grateful and we're really excited to have you guys here. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yes, thank you a bunch. That means a lot to us. Yeah. It really does. Okay, now it's time to jump on in. What books are we reading? Let's start with you. Well, you know I'm in the middle of like seven books. For those of you who don't know, I'm a mood reader. I like to read multiple books at the same time. So I am in the middle of seven books. Wow. As of right now, I am not like... I'm not actively reading anything. Do you know, like, when a lot of stuff happening, like, I cannot sit down and read a book. Like, mm -hmm. I, I read when I'm relaxed, not too relaxed. Mm -hmm. Like, if I'm stressed about something, or, like, if I'm thinking about something a lot, if I pick up a book, I'll probably read the first page or, like, the first line over and over. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because my brain wouldn't shut up. So you can't focus. Mm -hmm. Exactly, I can't focus. So this is what I'm at. I'm in I'm in the middle of seven books and I haven't made a dent in any of those books. Um it doesn't mean I'm not enjoying them. I love all the books I'm currently reading. But I'm just not actively reading anything right now. You're not emotionally involved with any book yet. No, no I'm not emotional. I love that. <laughs> I'm not emotionally involved <laughs> with any of the books right now. I'm sorry my books. They're looking at me. I'm sorry. Um, You're starting to feel guilty right now? No, I'm just going to give them a hug later. Don't worry. <laughs> I hug my books. <laughs> okay, but is there anyone that's, like, your favorite at the moment? Mm. Your favorite of the seven husbands. The seven husbands? <laughs> seven, you mean seven books, not seven husbands? Are you referring to seven yeah. husbands of, um, where is it? Uh, even Hugo or something? Maybe. <laughs> okay, that's cool. <laughs> um, I would say probably Anna Karenina and The Name of the Wind. Anna Karenina, it's a classic. I know, Zina, what you're going to say. But it's not like your regular classic. I am not going to say anything. <laughs> I freaking love that book. You know what? Listen. Go on. I am the mm -hmm. slowest reader on earth and English is not my first language. So when I pick up a classic, it takes me twice the time. Like it takes me forever to uh, finish a classic because of the language of so many things. Um, but for some reason, Anna Karenina 
it just I am flying through that book like it's so fast to read it's I'm already in part three it's divided in eight parts and it's so so good and I love the drama in this book it's it's everything I love it the language is not really that difficult not at all and it's definitely Mm -hmm. worth the read it's really good I can tell it's going to be a favorite for sure even though it's over 700 pages damn Talking about it makes me want to pick it up right now and stop the podcast. Are we going to do that, though? <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. It's okay. Um, I'm also reading The Name of the Wind. It's a fantasy. can tell it's going to be a favorite, too. It's it's one of those books. I'm savoring it. Like, I don't want it to finish. So I am, like, forcing myself not to pick it up. It, it is that good. But it's those are the two, like, those two books are the highlight of my seven husbands <laughs> that I'm involved with. Like those two. <laughs> um, I'm like emotionally involved with those two books. I can tell. Um, but yeah, that's that's my... You know what? I get questions a lot. People asking me like, how do I read like multiple books at the same time without getting confused? My secret is I don't read the same genre. Like I have nonfiction book, I have a poetry book, I have a fantasy book and a classic. They're not the same. Like uh, I don't, I never get confused when I'm reading seven books or like multiple books at the same time because I always have different genres going on. Um, that's how it works. I think a lot of people are are going to be into this uh, seven books uh, strategy because I I do know a lot of moody readers. Uh, people that can pick up a book and feel like they want more or like they're kind of done with it. But instead of stopping um, the reading altogether, they can just pick up another book, like a book for every day or a book for every other day. It's like having conversations with different friends. That's what it feels like to me. Really? I, I thought of something totally different, though. What did you think of? Like someone who has split personality disorder. <laughs> Oh my god i can't help it <laughs> damn throwing shades Zena. throwing shades what? no no <laughs> i will take that as a compliment that's definitely a fucking compliment you know you know that <laughs> i love it <laughs> yeah it's definitely a compliment it's not it's not for everyone i understand that like some people prefer to read one book at a time that's cool i used to be like that too do you remember but when it was so scary for you to read for more than one book at a time, I still remember that. Yes, I would be like, I think it's an OCD thing. Like, I have to finish this, even if I'm hate. Like, I even if I hate the book, and I'm not in the mood for it. I'm like, Ugh, I really don't want to read this chapter. I'm really not in the mood for I don't know for fantasy right now. You were so strict with yourself. I was very strict. Like, I don't, I don't know why I did that to myself. <laughs> to be honest. Like I would just force myself to like push through. And I remember like telling you, Zena, I'm just gonna push through. I'm just gonna do that. I'm gonna finish it this fucking weekend yeah. and get it over with. But and I'd feel sorry for you. I was like, <laughs> why are you doing that to yourself? Just put it down. Don't read it. <laughs> Around that time, I think um I I wasn't like comfortable DNF in books. Like I didn't like the idea of DNF mm-hmm. in a book. It was just something that it sounded so strange to me like why would you pick a book and not finish it it's like the idea seems so absurd to me but now I just don't care anymore I'm like 50 pages do I like it Mm -hmm. if I don't life is too short I'm gonna pick another one whenever you feel like there's a 
there's a character you don't like, there's something that's not really right, there's no point finishing the book, I guess. I mean, there are people who would rather, like, read all of it so that they can judge it wholeheartedly, but that's not really something I can do. I can't force myself to read something I don't mm. like. You never had that problem, Zenob. You were totally chill about your books and readings. There was a time when I felt like, you know what? Stop it. You have to finish the book. You quit everything. Just finish your fucking book. But I could never really force myself to do that. We're the complete opposite. <laughs> <laughs> so, book I'm reading. Tell me. I really don't know, though. Um, I think I told you about it a week ago or two weeks ago. I don't remember. But I'm kind of going slow because... Is it the one by V. Ishwa? No, 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 no. I, I stopped reading that one because I realized that I want the physical copy. I felt like it was too special to read on my Kindle. And get this, I just started uh, a few chapters and I stopped. Not because I didn't like it, I liked it too much. You just want to have a physical copy so that you can write and annotate it and just love it. Yep. Exactly. I want to ruin it. <laughs> no, love it. I prefer love it than ruin it. We're not ruining our books. <laughs> People will get really uh, pissed off, I think. I'm just going to keep doing whatever I do. It's this is pro like it's part of my reading now. Like I have to have a pen in my hand while like reading a book. It keeps me focused. I I get that. Me too. I like picking up a book after like a few months and uh, going over like our notes. Reading my favorite parts. Oh my god, I do that all the time. <laughs> I do that with Six of Crows. Oh my god, are we really gonna talk about Six of Crows? <laughs> no, no, no. Because I know once we get there, we're not gonna stop. Six of Crows. We need an episode yeah, for gonna... Six of Crows. <laughs> we're gonna. I'm like, yeah, maybe we can, we can do that. <laughs> No, 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 no. I no. love those books. No spoilers, yeah. nothing. Okay. So uh, the book by V.E. Schwab is called The Invisible Life of Adi Loru. Okay. Is that how you pronounce it? Adi? I think something? so. I don't know. So uh, she's uh, she's jinxed. She's cursed. And she the, her curse is that when she dies, nobody remembers her. Like when she's out of sight people immediately forget about her and what she has to do right now is try to what she decides to do she's she tries to make something last i don't know how to explain this other other than this no i love that that sounds really cool no no i love it i i mean i've seen everyone reading that book on instagram and on youtube on booktube um, I think I think everyone is fangirling about that book right now. And V.E. Schwab is a fantastic author. Is it by V.E. Schwab, right? Yeah. Okay, she's a fantastic author. I know. I've 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 heard you fangirling about her, but this is my first time picking picking up a book of hers. Um. So mm. I don't know um, if I'm going to eventually like it, but the story is really attractive to me at this point. Um, yeah. So I'm just putting it on hold until I get the physical copy and then I can like go ram with it. The second book I'm kind of also reading is by uh, Anais Nin. It's called The House of Incest. It's kind of like the stream of thought of a woman, subconscious, not even stream of thoughts. Mm. 
and she talks about love, but not, she talks about selfish love, as in like a person loves another person because that person reflects who they are or reflects something that they like about themselves. So it's never really selfless. You don't really love a person for who they are. You love them for what they bring to the table. And it's actually about a lot more than that. Okay, wow. But Wow, that's really intense. It is intense. (laughs) But here's the thing. I love the way she puts words together. It's it's it just it just hooks you. You can't put it down. You're like, I want more of this. It's simple and yet complicated and complex. And like whenever an idea finishes another one, like you're just there trying to absorb the first idea when you're like blown away by the other uh the the next word that she says Mm. and it's just it's actually mind-blowing you know I'm gonna be honest I I sort of like avoid reading books like this because I'm afraid like I will get bored and I wouldn't finish it but again like you said the writing and like the way she puts words together she's really smooth and natural she doesn't it doesn't feel like she's putting words in your mouth like picking up um vocabulary that's too difficult to understand or like too obnoxious she's just her writing her diary or her journal and she's just raw and oh my god I'm fangirling here (laughs) I love it no I love it um yeah we have to like keep like notes of all the books we mentioned in this episode uh so that we can share them like on our Instagram page for everyone to check out that's a great idea I'm sure a lot of uh, people will will like be interested in uh, in reading this book. I think it's it's worth uh, reading. If you guys read any of the books we mentioned in this episode, talk to us about it. Get the conversation go uh, go in. We want you to be part of the discussion. So please make sure to go to our Instagram page and comment and tell us what you think about the books. Yes, yes, yes. Please, I would love to know what you think about these books. Yes, we would love to um, hear your thoughts. Um, what was the last book you finished? Do you remember? I have to check. Hold on. <laughs> Let me go to my Goodreads. At least you have Goodreads to check. <laughs> uh, okay, I finished Wilder Girls by Rory Power. Can we talk about the cover? Can we just for a second? It is beautiful. It's gorgeous. But I was not a huge fan of the book, though. Um, okay, so let me tell you a little bit about the book. I mean, you already know, but our listeners don't. So it's about our female character, whose name I can't remember. Do you remember her name? Um, no. Shit, I forgot her name. <laughs> it's okay. So it's about like the main character who goes to this um, all-girls boarding school that's really remote. It's, um, it's, it's on this island, and there is, there is an outbreak of this virus called the Tox talking about relatable <laughs> no shit the tox has killed like almost everyone at the school so the ones who survived the tox started getting sick and mutating you know some some students um like have scale like fish scales skin or things growing on their bodies or out of their bodies it was just really gross and like the author was not really holding back when it comes to putting vivid, gruesome images in your head. It was really, really gross. Um, but yeah, so yeah, basically the government quarantined the entire island, specifically the school. 
So all the girls who survived aren't allowed to leave because they're waiting for the cure. Um, but of course, the main character ends up venturing outside the fence um, where there is a forest, which is my favorite part. And there is animals and plants that have mutated as well. It reminds me of something that's going to happen in actual real life. <laughs> I thought you were going to say that too. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it, ha it has such a good sci-fi vibe to it. Um, and I love the word villain. It's so, so good. But the characters, like, I didn't connect with any of the characters. I told you, I just didn't care for any of the characters. I was like, oh, okay, another person died. Cool. Who's next? <laughs> like, it, it has so much potential. Like, I really love the story. Like, it, I mean, I love the idea and everything. But the characters, man, they were just flat. Um, and I just didn't care. I was just rolling my eyes the whole time reading it. I was like, okay, whatever. It's actually really bad when you don't feel anything for the characters. Yeah. So that's my book. So, Heyla, I want to ask you something. Go for it. So a while ago, I was thinking, I was thinking about our topic, the main topic of the episode. And I, I kind of got, I, I, I got confused because even if I try to remember your experience, so I'm kind of excited about... Um, you telling me and the audience what got you into reading in the first place how did your journey start i mean you told me about it several times but i kind of like i don't know i'm drawing a blank here so you don't remember you don't remember i rem i remember some of it i'm offended no don't be please <laughs> i'm kidding of course i'm kidding okay i can't see your face uh how do I know? But I'm just smiling like an idiot. <laughs> okay. That's your smiling uh, voice, by the way. That's my smiling voice. I can, I can tell you're smiling. Yeah, voice. you know, this is my smile. Yeah. yeah, that's it. Um, okay, so, well, fun story. I wasn't a reader growing up. I think you know that. Like, um, mm -hmm. at all. Like, I probably read maybe five or six books in my whole life until my early 20s. And the book that made me a reader was Divergent by Veronica Roth. I think it came out like that time when mm -hmm. dystopian was like a hot topic. Um, and it was like, you know, like when the Hunger Games started, like around that time, that's when I, when I read Divergent. And I read it and immediately read the second one. And then I kind of read the Hunger Games and it just kind of spiraled from there. Remember in that period, because uh, now I, I remember clearly. Keep going. Yeah. It's exciting to yeah. hear about it. Yeah, yeah. Like when I, I remember when I read Divergent, I was like, oh, this is, this is all right. This is different. It, it wasn't like the classics that we were forced to read for school and all the other like boring ass books that I hated. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was like around that time I got into BookTube. And like I looked up uh, book recommendations or something. By the way, BookTube is um, YouTubers who talk about books on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I remember like every book they were talking about sounded interesting and cool because I hadn't read any books that weren't to do with with like some Victorian era living in a castle and wearing big dresses. I couldn't relate <laughs> to any of those characters, by the way. First of all, I didn't like dresses. I still don't like dresses. Second of all, I don't live in a castle. <laughs> Um, I, I mean, yeah, I used to hate reading. 
seriously, I really used to hate reading. I didn't like books at all. Who would have thought? <laughs> I know. Like, my mom used to force me to read French books, and most of them were classics, like, what is that book called? The Red and the Black and The Three Musketeers. The fr- like, my French authors. I'm talking French books here. Like The Red and the Black? The Three Musketeers? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Those are the books we had to read. Or I I was forced to read. I had to read them in French. And it was like more of like a chore because I had to summarize each chapter and I had to write down all the new words and their definitions with example sentences. It was hell. It was just like, it wasn't reading. (laughs) It was like homework. Seriously, am I fluent in French? No, my French still sucks. (laughs) With all of the vocab and the definition. Um, but yeah, like I, I was like, yeah, I didn't like books back then. <laughs> um, and my mom like grew up in a house where everyone reads, and also my brother. I remember that he used to read super humongous books and novels in French, and I always loved those evenings where my sister and I would sit around and listen to him tell us how far he got into the story and how much he's enjoying it. Um. But that was before I started, like, taking French classes. Like, I I remember, I think I promised myself to study French so hard so that I can read, like, my brother. But plot twist, all my French teachers were assholes, and the rest (laughs) is history. (laughs) The thing is, I read a lot of Arabic books when I was in high school. Like, I I read a lot with my friend Rehab, my childhood best friend. Shout out to Rehab for being the coolest best childhood friend ever. That's so sweet. Um... So she like she was my reading buddy and we used to exchange books and we read them together and then talk about them whenever we get a chance. And then like English happened, like my English has improved a lot. And then like I started getting those English uh, penguin readers. Do you know the ones with the levels? Yeah. yeah, yeah, I know them. That's when I started to feel more comfortable to read books in English. And then I got more into like short novels and... Oh, I remember one thing. I was part of the school library. I was a library assistant. Like, I I knew all the books, their places, and the genre. Like, I, like, I had to deal with library cards. Oh, my God. <laughs> Such a nerd. Like I, had the, like, I had a really fun time. But, yeah, I'll probably say The Divergent was one of the first books that got me to really fall in love with books and reading for the first time again. Divergent Unleashed the Beast. I think the reasons uh, the reason I started to get into books is because I didn't really have that many friends and like books were there for me. And we, I mean, we instantly clicked. And since then, we've been buddies. We've been best buddies. Yeah, that's the best kind of friendship there is. I love your story. It's so cute. I can't stop grinning like an idiot. I'm like, ah. <laughs> you know what? I'm scared to pick up Divergent again. Like, you're afraid of hating it? Like, I'm worried I won't like it, like, the first time. And I and I know, I have a feeling like I'm going to hate it if I pick it up again. I think you shouldn't read it. I don't know what everyone else thinks. Please let her know if she should read it or not. <laughs> if you hear this, tell Suhaila if she should read Divergent again or not. I vote for no, because I don't want you to hate Sweet Memories. Yeah. Because I've been thinking about reading some of my old favorites and no, not happening. What about you? How did yeah. you how did you get into reading? Yeah, yeah. Um my um I, I started reading books uh I don't remember exactly when, to be honest. 
but I was I was very young. I was still in primary school, mm. and my dad had a lot of books. Mm. Um, I wasn't. I'm not an only child, but I remember I used to spend a lot of time on my own because my siblings were older. Um, so I read, mm. I think by the time I reached the fifth grade, I already read every book my dad owned. And I started asking him to bring me more books. And I remember, um, like, I would finish... Uh, well, like whenever he brought me a new book, I would finish it that <laughs> night. I wouldn't sleep. I had this little lamp um, and I would read under the covers. <laughs> it was uh, <laughs> it was something uh, rebellious, I guess. I was I was doing something bad, like in my mind. I was like, oh, my God, I should be sleeping. But I'm reading under the covers. And my sister used to yell at me for it. But I didn't really care. I just, I wanted that book. I needed it. Um, so by by the time I reached fifth or sixth grade, yeah, I, I started asking for my own books. And um, in college, I I asked my dad to enroll me in some, some of the libraries here in Casablanca. So I had a much bigger source for books. Do you remember your first experience, like the first time you um, you went to a library? It was, yeah, um, it was uh, it was in uh, middle school, and I couldn't wait for them to give me my card, my library card. I was like jumping around, and I was so anxious and excited, and I just stood there for ten minutes staring at everything in that library, and then after that, I was like, yes! So I went crazy. <laughs> I just kept walking around and touching every shelf and every book and then picking up books. You know, the thing that I do in a, when we go to the bookstore. Book book <laughs> I was just going to say that. Like, I was going to the bookstore. We just like go like crazy. Um, you know, every time we go to Kaliup and I think they got used to us. They know we're crazy. They just say hello and just ignore us. <laughs> At one point, we just know we are those like crazy book nerds. They're like, oh, it's Suhaila and Zeynep. They just like, they know us. Well, it's normal. I mean, I can't believe it's been a year since the last time we went there. It kind of hurts my heart. But. Just like go and touch, touch every book and smell every book, um, even though I'm like, whether I'm going to read it or not. Just go in to pick them all up. And give them a group hug and stare at them and then put them that's back. That's me. That's me. Oh, hopefully once this nightmare is over, we can go back. Yeah. I miss going to a bookstore. I hope so. I really, really miss going with you. It's the best we can thing spend, ever. Like, we spent hours there. Like literally, I think the last time we went there, we spent what? Four hours or three hours? <laughs> I think it was a lot of time, but I don't remember exactly. Most of it, we were quiet. <laughs> Zenith, do you remember at one point we were like yes. browsing around and then I heard you talking to one of the customers and helping them with finding a book. I was like, what is she doing? <laughs> I kind of lost control. Oh God, you were like, I mean, I don't like it. I know. Like, people look so lost and helpless in a bookstore. I'm like, no, I'm here to help. Don't worry. 
Oh my god. Good times, good times. It's really nice hearing you talk about your childhood and how you got into reading. It sounded magical and amazing. It was it feel it feels like a dream when I think back. Yes, exactly. Did it really happen? Mm. Good times though. Books are a constant in my life. I have a solid relationship with books. Um and it's kind of hard to describe. Every time I feel uh tired or distracted or like too caught up in the real world to read, they always kind of they have a way of bringing me back to them. And that's something actual people fail to do. <laughs> I knew you're going to say that. You know what? I agree. Totally agree. Should we talk about recommendations? Yeah, sounds good. So on our Instagram page, we asked you guys to ask us for book recommendations and we got a few. Um we're going to start off with someone asking for books about sexology. Well, I don't have any recommendations because I have never read a book about sex, the science of sex. I've never read a book like that, so I can't make any recommendations, any um how do I say this? Um any reliable recommendations unfortunately, but I mean our listeners are welcome to make their own recommendations if they have for sure. Yeah, like there's so many genres we haven't explored yet. Um like someone asked also for like self-help books. To be honest, I haven't read I don't do you read self-help books, Zeynep? Do you is, is it something that you're interested in? Um nope. No. Yeah, but again, like if you can recommend us some like your favorite self-help book. I mean, I I'm okay with checking out self-help books, but I haven't read that many. As for like books about sex or sexology, I know this YouTuber Hannah Witten and she makes videos where she talks about relationships and sex and she wrote a book called Doing It or Let's Talk About Sex and I've heard so many great things about it. I haven't read it personally, mm-hmm. but that's something I'm interested in because I've watched her videos a couple of times on YouTube and I'm actually interested to pick up her book. I haven't read it, but there you go. It's it's on my radar. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Um Hiba Hiba asked for a short fantasy book. To be honest like personally I have never came across one. It's normally a very lengthy mm. book. Yeah, like I agree. Like it's really hard to find short fantasy books. But I think the shortest fantasy book I would recommend is Approved by Naomi Novik. And it's 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 set in this village where um once every 10 years the dragon who's actually not a dragon, not a real not a real dragon. I'm still upset about that. Um yeah, so who's actually like a man and a wizard who rules over the village and comes and picks a girl from the village and takes her to his palace. And like nobody knows what happens to these girls, but they're not seen for the next 10 years and they always okay. come back changed. That sounds interesting. Um, it's really cool. It's 400 pages long. And as I said, it's not part of a series or anything. It's a standalone. Um, and it has all your typical fantasy elements like wizards, spooky forest, badass characters, magic, great world building. Um, and it's great. It's fantastic. Um, 
I love it. I hope you like it, Hiba, if you ever try it. I um, hope she likes it. I have another recommendation from Monkey Man. <laughs> Monkey Man? <laughs> He's asking for weird books. Weird books. Yeah. Can you think of some weird books you've read? There are all kinds of weird books out there. Um, that's something to think about. The only weird, like the weirdest book I've read, or the, like when I think about a, the weird book, it would be The Vegetarian by Han Kang. I think if you go to my Goodreads and you take a look at my review, which by the way, I wouldn't call it a review. It's a one sentence review. <laughs> and it says, this is the weirdest book I've ever read in my life. Um, yeah, it's it's a South Korean novel and it's written from the perspective of different characters, but you never get to see it from the perspective of the main character. Basically, she wakes from a dark, gruesome dream and she declares herself a vegetarian, something that goes against the cultural norms in her society. So her husband, like, join forces with her family and try to force her to start cooking and eating meat again. Um, I'm going to stop there. <laughs> it gets weirder. But it's, it's one of those books that really stayed with me. I read it on my e-reader, and I want to get a physical copy. Monkey Man, read The Vegetarian. You're going to love it. That's my recommendation for you. Yeah, I can't handle weird. Hajat asked for thriller to ride up your alley. A thriller. Yes. I have a few books in mind. <laughs> but I'm like, I want to recommend everything. But at the same time, I don't want to, okay, scare you off. So, okay. How about you go with this book called I Am Pilgrim? It has, I'm not going to go into detail because it's, um, it's one of those books that anything I can say will be considered a spoiler. Um, the writing style is really smooth and it's intriguing. You can't help but read chapter after chapter. And the more you read, the more you want to know. Uh, it's a really good book. So if you want, if you're looking for a thriller and crime book, just give it a try. Jasmine or Yasmin, she wants, she said, I want to cry, happy tears. And or be fully immersed in a world. That's the book she's looking for. Mm. How about all your perfect? I want to say the Lunar Chronicles. Wow. Okay. <laughs> totally different books. Mine are like uh, sort of like sci-fi fantasy books. And yours is like adult romance. Okay. I want to hear your perspective on that one. All your perfects. That book will chew you up and spit you out. Yes. It's that experience. You're going to cry and you're going to throw the book at the wall. You're going to be so pissed off and you're not going to be able to stop. Read it. Even though I don't really like Colleen Hoover. But. Just remember, it's adult romance. So it has a lot of explicit content. Um, if you're not into that, just thought I'll let you know. Don't read it in public. Oh, yes. Do not read it in public. Unless you're comfortable crying in, yeah. in front of it, strangers. <laughs> Good luck with that. Yasmina was going to recommend the Lunar Chronicles. Um, 
since you like Six of Crows, like if you're looking for something similar, check out the Lunar Chronicles. It's basically a retelling of classic fairy tales, and it's is set in a futuristic world where humans and androids um, live together, or cyborgs live together. Also, the villain, the villain in the series is is just something else. There is a book just writ- written from the perspective of the villain, and it's I think it's my favorite. It just show you, it just shows you how twisted and evil. Is it merciless or something? Do you want me to give spoilers? No, no. The title of the book. Fairest. It's called Fairest. Fairest. Yeah, it's part of the series. So we have Cinder, Scarlet, I think Chris, and then Fairest came out, and then Winter. Also, there are like small novellas that oh, you have to okay. check out um, if you want to get to know more about the world and the characters so good um it, it's it's really it's brilliant i love the series and if you if you're into fantasy sci-fi sort of books give it a try yeah those are all the recommendations we got for you please go to our instagram page and tell us what do you think do you have any recommendations for the requests we got also for our next episode we would like you guys to tell us what should we talk about or what topic should we talk about next if you have any book related questions or need recommendations please send us a re- your requests at our book podcast at gmail.com or our instagram page i just want to talk about books we would love to hear back from you guys. We want you to be part of the discussion. Join the fam. Yes, and if you have any feedback or anything to say about the books we mentioned before, please don't hesitate and send us a message. Well, that was lovely. I love talking to you, Zineb, like always. Me too. It's always fun to talk to you. <laughs> well, that brings us to the end of the episode. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you next time.